Welcome into Devori Darkens Live. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are. In today's show, I'm going to be sharing the one thing that matters the most. And I have to say, uh, I've been giving this some thought this morning before I even did this show. And usually, I never know what I'm going to talk about. I allow the answer to come to me. And this answer really got me going. So I honestly would say that this is going to be a phenomenal show that you're going to want to listen to. Now, let's talk about some of the technical stuff. This show is being recorded. Uh, I am live on YouTube, Facebook. We're actually live on TikTok, as always. And you're going to be able to go back and listen to this again on Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts. So what does that mean for you? That means make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified uh, when it's available, okay? Now, who am I? Why should you listen before we get into the show? Well, my name is Devori Darkins. I am a mentor. I'm an expert when it comes to mindset and helping people get the most out of themselves. What does that even mean? That means if you tell me what you want, I'm going to show you how to get it. And how does that exactly happen? Well, one, I help you get clear on your purpose in life. Because once you fall in love with your life and doing things you love to do, not only are you going to show up in a bigger way, but you're going to feel that emotion of happiness and fulfillment, which is why you're working so hard to begin with, correct? Second thing is getting you to start thinking like that person you want to become. Not just thinking, but also feeling and acting. Because once that happens, it's a foregone conclusion that you're going to get the things that you truly want in your life, okay? And three, you guys are out there taking all this random action. I'm going to show you how to take intentional action so you can make progress towards the things that you want in your life. Now, that's my whole song and dance, and I'm sticking to it. So what is, guys, I know you guys have been waiting on this one, right? What is this show going to be about today? Well, the main topic is the one thing that matters the most. What is that one thing? What is that? Because I find that if you are a person right now, because I've been through this already, let's say right now nothing is going your way. Maybe in the last three years, nothing has gone your way. Things have not improved. You've tried everything. You've read all the books. You went to counseling, maybe you saw a therapist, whatever the case might have been for you, but you've been wrecking your brains for quite some time and nothing has changed. What is the one thing that you need to focus on? Now, here's the deal. This one thing is the ultimate truth. So it doesn't matter how we get there. Doesn't matter your particular situation. In the end, you got to get here regardless. It's the end result that you need to take or the, the ultimate action or step that you need to take. Now, what I'm going to be doing today is going into one of my favorite books, The Power of Awareness, and sharing uh, some paragraphs that are going to really help me paint this picture for you. And how this is going to help you is because if you feel like you're stuck and you're not getting what you want, 
what should you do to get out of that? So you can feel like you're making progress. You can feel like you're improving. You can feel like you're growing because doesn't that feel good when that's taking place? Because if you're making progress and you feel like you're growing, by all means, you're going to get what you want, right? That one thing, guys, is you need to focus on what you want. Now, you probably have heard that before, but I'm going to teach you how to actually focus, okay? I'm not just going to tell you. I'm going to teach you because a lot of people say ambiguous things. This is not what the show is about, okay? This is about changing lives and helping you get what you want. So I'm going to teach you some things today. Um, you got to focus on what you want. That's the bottom line. I don't care who you are. I don't care what's going on. I don't care where you are. You want to get to where you want to go. You got to start focusing on that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let's read this. Let's read this. You must not concern yourself with the ways and means of getting to where you want to go. For the state of consciousness of already being where you want to be, if occupied by your imagination, will always devise the means best suited to realize itself. So what does that even mean? Well, everything is created twice. Once in our imagination, and then in the physical world. We actually take action, we make it happen. Well, this is why I always paint these examples. The architect visually sees the house or the building they want to design or create. The quarterback sees where he wants the ball to go. The golf player sees where they want to put the ball and, and the curve that they want the ball to make. We see it before we do it. We got to use our imagination to see what we want before we do it and before it happens. What's the mistake here? Because we always got to talk about what people are doing, which is what's causing you to stay stuck, is that you've been spending majority of your time acting and not imagining what you want. You've been spending your, most of your time reacting. You're on autopilot. You're stressed out. You're trying to force. You're trying to push yourself harder. And you're thinking that's all going to work. But it doesn't because you haven't taken the time to see exactly the outcomes that you want. The mistake here, ladies and gentlemen, is you're trying to do what everybody told you to do. Just take more action. But if you're out there taking action, let me ask you if it even makes sense. How are you going to take action and get successful if you're not clear on what you want? If you don't see the outcome in your mind first, like you're operating on a hit or miss basis, like most of the time you're going to miss, it's not going to happen. Again, think of the quarterback and NFL football. If the quarterback does not see where he wants the ball to go, what's the chances of him being accurate? It, and even if it's just a split second, even if he just looks for a split second, that's enough. But if he's not looking, what's going to happen? He's going to throw an interception. Or he's going to overthrow the uh, wide receiver.
This is why, guys, we have an imagination. The problem is people don't know how to use their imagination and society, technology, media controls people's imagination. This is why if you're the person who scrolls on TikTok all day long, I recommend you stop that. I recommend instead of doing that all day, you pick up a book that's going to help you cultivate this imagination you already have and start getting the most out of yourself. You see, I want you guys to think of your imagination is an asset, okay? It's an asset. It's something that is very valuable. It's something that will always bring you a return. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, is people are not using this asset. And if they are, they have turned it into a liability. How does that happen? Instead of them focusing on what they want and seeing what they want, they see what they don't want. That's what they see. Right? Before you... Just think about this. Some people start their day and they're already seeing why it's going to be a bad day. They turn their imagination into a liability, not an asset. See, what are we talking about here? We're talking about the root cause to why you're stuck. We're talking about the root cause to why you don't feel you're not where you're supposed to be in life. We're talking about the root cause to why you're not getting what you want is because you're not focusing on what you want. You're focusing on what you don't want. And guess what? You've been trained to do that. You've been conditioned to do that. Ever since we were children, what gets highlighted the most? What gets our parents' attention the most? What gets the teacher's attention the most when you make a mistake? What's on the news? People making mistakes. We're trained to look at the bad. We're trained to think of the worst case scenario. We're trained to live our life with FSL, fear, scarcity, and lack. So instead of using one of the greatest creations in the universe, which is our imagination, as an asset, we flip it around and we use it as a liability. And no wonder we stay stuck. Your subconscious mind does not care what is real or fake. It does not discriminate. When you imagine the worst case scenarios, when you're living your life with fear, scarcity, and lack, your subconscious mind just accepts it. And once it accepts those ideas, they are a foregone conclusion. They will happen. So this is why it feels like you're stuck in a never-ending loop. The same results from one year to the next. You're the same person you were last year and the year before that. There hasn't been any growth. Why? More knowledge. More knowledge. I talk to quite a few people every day. Oh, I've read that book. I've read that book. I know this. I know that. But are you doing it though? 99% of the time, the answer is no.
we've got to start to understand what's really happening inside. Because that's where the answer is, people. It's inside. You do not need to be looking on the outside for a sign. You don't need to be looking for a solution. You don't need to be looking for an answer. It's already inside of you. This is why the quote today is, nobody's coming to save you is so true. Number one, you don't need to be saved. Because when you start thinking like that, who do you sound like? You sound like a victim. You don't need to be saved. You need to wake up. That's what needs to happen. And the only person that can wake you up is yourself. Now, what do you got to wake up? Like, what do you got to do to start waking up? You got to start understanding this thing that we call imagination. You must not concern yourself with the ways and means of getting what you want. For the state of consciousness of already having what you want, if occupied by your imagination, will devise the means best suited to realize itself. When you saturate your mind with what you want as if you already have it, your subconscious mind has a success mechanism. It will go to work and start attracting the ideas to yourself that will help you take action and set and put yourself in a position to receive the things that you're asking for. Man lives by committing himself to invisible states. What does that mean? That means it doesn't matter whether you agree with me or you don't. Whether you are imagining the worst case scenario or the best case scenario, you're imagining something that's invisible anyway. It's not here yet. Man lives by committing himself to invisible states. By fusing his imagination with what he knows to be other than himself, and in this union, he experiences the results of that fusion. What are we talking about? What we're talking about is when you start to imagine, again, I don't care whether you're imagining the worst case scenario, the best case scenario, whether you're imagining what you don't want or what you do want through the emotional part of that and the repetition of that, sooner or later, it's going to become a fact. That, that's exactly what he's saying here. This is why his recommendation is, our imagination connects us with the state desired, but we must use imagination masterfully, not as an onlooker thinking of the end, but as a partaker thinking from the end. Again, we must actually be there in imagination. Why is that? Well, it speaks to why I'm saying the mistake here, guys, is people are in their mind. They are seeing themselves losing. In their mind, they see the bills stacking up. In their mind, they see the bank account going down. In their mind, they see the relationships never getting better. They're living in their mind in that state already, even though it may not have happened yet. But they're living like that already. They've turned their imagination into a liability. The author is clearly stating here that you need to do the opposite. That you need to, you're basically doing the same thing, but for a positive reason. You've already been doing it. But you've been working against yourself. What you got to do is start working for yourself, working with yourself by seeing what you want 
And when we say imagine what you want, what we're talking about is actually seeing yourself in the first person point of view, experiencing whatever it is you want to experience. That's what we're talking about here. Place yourself where you want to be in your life, in your imagination. So when we talk about what is that one thing that we must focus on, what is that one thing that matters the most? The one thing that matters, guys, is what do you want? That's what matters. And I'm going to get into a couple of things that you should do to get clearer on what you want. But I'm telling you right now, I don't care who you are, where you are, and what you're doing. The only thing that truly matters is what do you want? Because that is the prerequisite to making a decision. Decisions. Yeah, we're going to get into that as well. You see, we must actually be there in our imagination. Not as an onlooker thinking of the end. Meaning when you imagine what you want, don't imagine as if you don't already have it. Imagine like you do have it and you are experiencing it. But as a partaker thinking from the end, it's exactly what he's saying. You see, another part of this uh, chapter that I'm reading out of, it's only one sentence. Determined imagination. Thinking from the end is the beginning of all miracles. Thinking from the end is the beginning of all miracles. I mean, guys, this you could prove that to yourself. So many times in your life, it didn't look like it was going to work out. You didn't know how it was going to work out. But you know what you did? You focused on what you wanted. You felt like it was going to happen anyway. And then what happened? It happened. See, the trick here, not even a trick, but the goal every day is to feel like you have the things you want in your life, to feel like you are that person. That's what creates the transformation. That's what gets you what you want. The problem is this, people skip that step and they try to force it to happen. They go out and try to take massive action, but they don't feel like that person, so it doesn't happen. The math doesn't add up. They left out the most important equation of the math. They've got to feel like that person. How do you feel like that person? You've got to exercise your imagination. you got to focus on what you want. Majority of people right now are caught in a loop right now. They're caught in a mental prison. That's exactly where they are right now, in a mental prison. They are used to using their imagination against themselves. Their imagination is a liability at this point. But at any given time, they can decide to make that imagination an asset again. That's how powerful it is. It requires a decision. But people are stuck in mental prisons. So the same thing just keeps happening because they keep thinking about the same thing. They feel the same way. They act the same way and nothing changes. 
This is why we really have to understand how to start thinking for ourselves. The very first part of that is focusing on what you want. You see, you already have the tools to do this. One is called your imagination. This is a mental tool that you possess. You have the ability to think whatever you want to think. You have the ability right now to sit there, daydream, visualize, imagine something that isn't in front of you right now. You could do that. You also have the ability to focus on what you're imagining using your will. What is your will? Your will is your ability to focus on what you're imagining. You have the ability to do that. You also have something called an intuition. Because see, once you start to focus on what you want and you keep seeing yourself there like it's already happened, your intuition is going to start speaking to you. And you're going to get inspired ideas that you need to act on immediately. Those inspired ideas take you to that physical manifestation. That's exactly the way that it works. We've been given the tools to live the life that we really want to live. We got to wake up. That's why I said, you're the only solution and problem you'll ever have in your life. The answer is inside of you. You are the cheat code here. But in order to really, truly experience that, you got to start focusing on what you want. And get yourself out of that mental prism. Stop using your imagination against yourself. And this is where a decision is mandatory. This is, I talk about decision every day. Why? Because this is great information. This is good. You guys are loving it. But it doesn't matter if you don't make a decision. You got to decide here and now I'm going to do this. I'm going to start focusing on what I want. Listen. Why? In The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles, he says, to do things in a way you want to do them, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. This is the first step to getting rich. To think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. You're going to think your own truth regardless, but I hope that truth is a truth that serves you. Did you, did, did you hear what I said? A lot of people out there, they're thinking a truth that is based on negativity, based on lack, based on scarcity, based on fear. That's exactly what they set themselves up to, to experience. Well, Devore, you don't understand. This is hard. I can't do this. I can't do that. This ain't going to happen. I tried this before. You know why that is true for you? Because that's the way you think. That's what you emotionally believe in. That's what you've accepted as true for yourself. That's why, you, you, that's why it keeps happening. See, this is not my opinion. You could prove this to yourself. Every single day, somebody wakes up in the morning and achieves the thing that you are after. What's the difference? 
It's how they're using their mind. It's what they're focusing on. That's the only difference. A lot of people want to blame, well, you know, they're privileged. They have better opportunities. They're smarter than me. They're... Because that's what you believe. So that's what you experience. This is why taking responsibility for your own thinking is so important. Because nothing's going to change if you don't take any responsibility. Now listen to this. If your assumption is persistent in until it becomes your dominating feeling, the attainment of your goal is inevitable. Your goal is always ready to be incarnated. Meaning the goal is already here. What you want already exists. It's here. If it's not here physically, it's here with people. They're thinking about it while you're thinking about it. Guys, this is not ambiguous. This is actual facts. You could see this all around you today. Every great inventor, every great founder, owner, these huge corporations, sports teams, the athletes, the celebrities, people that we know publicly, authors, musicians, they all do the same thing. They persisted in what they wanted. That's what they focused on. Did they face rejection? Absolutely. Were there times that they felt like they failed? Absolutely. Did they make mistakes? Absolutely. But that never once stopped them from focusing on what they wanted. Steve Jobs was fired from his own company, people. If you just read these autobiographies of people, why? <laughs> You're no different than they are. We all have a mind. The difference is they made a decision to focus on what they wanted. That's truly the difference. And all these individuals, it didn't happen overnight. Because of social media, we fall into the trap of thinking that this success that we see happened yesterday. No, ladies and gentlemen, they've been at it for years. Some of these people have been at it longer than you've been alive. So are you ready to pay the price? Let me back up here. You see, to be transformed, the whole basis of your thoughts must change. This is your imagination. If you want to get what you want in your life, you got to use your imagination. There is no other way around it. But your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas. For you think from your ideas. What is an idea? It's a collection of thoughts. An idea is that goal. It's the outcome you're looking for. It's what you want. Well, you can't get you can't get clear on that. Okay. First, if you're not even open-minded. But you gotta get this goal in your mind. You gotta start focusing on it. All transformation begins with an intense, burning desire to be transformed. This is the part I can't help you with. That's the part that's all on you. 
All transformation begins with intense burning desire to be transformed, a burning desire to have the thing that you want, not because you lack it, not because you need it, but because you want it. And we all know what that that's like. There is something in your house right now that you have that you probably didn't have the money for. You didn't know how you were going to get it, but you wanted it. That's why you have it. A burning desire. You know what that, that word really means? You must be obsessed. You must be in love with what you want. That, again, that's why I said I can't help you with that. That's a, that's a you versus you thing. Now, what I can tell you, that generally speaking, the majority of people that I've worked with, that I've seen and through all this study, it only happens really two ways. One, somebody hits rock bottom and then the light clicks on. Number two, they get dissatisfied enough and they say, I'm fed up. You see, the dissatisfaction, what happens at the same time, it's a great thing because it creates that burning desire. You know, it's like the opposite of the same coin. When you get dissatisfied enough, you'll change. Absolutely. And that's why I covered three questions to ask yourself yesterday if you really want to get dissatisfied and to ask these three questions every day. Now, let me paraphrase what I said yesterday. Am I ready to change right now? Why is right now the time to change? And why do I feel this way? Now, the first step in the renewing of the mind is desire. You got to want to change your mindset. That's exactly what we're talking about here. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. Now, if you're that person that's like Devori, I'm fed up. I absolutely want to be different. I, I want better in my life. I know I can do better in my life. I deserve better in my life. I know that, Devori. Well, the next step is you must make your future dream a present fact. This is why you have to use your imagination, not as a liability, but as an asset. You do this by assuming the feeling of your wish fulfilled, meaning you feel like it's already happened. You feel like you're already there. The only way to feel like that, guys, is you have to use your imagination to see yourself experiencing it. Why do so many people have a hard time with this is because from a young age, they were told to stop daydreaming, stop fantasizing, stop doodling, pay attention. What are you doing? Focus. So we shut off our imagination and we become a robot. This is exactly what happens. You see, if this assumption is persistent in until it becomes your dominating feel feeling, the attainment of your goal is inevitable. Therefore, your attitude should be one in which having desired to express a higher state, you alone accept the task of making your goal and yourself a greater value. Meaning you got to act like the person you want to become. 
you got to make a committed decision on this. You cannot allow another person's opinion to hijack your dream. That's what a lot of people do. And again, this could be in person. This could be with your friends or family. It could be with total strangers on social media. You know who's the biggest corporate? Is you. Yeah, you. That conditioned side of you. That side of you that's been trained to think that you're not good enough. That side of you that looks for every reason why you can't do this or that. That side of you is going to try to hijack that dream. And you've got to stand up and take charge and take control of your mind. you got to call that other person out and say, hey, you know what? It's not true. This is what I want. I made a committed decision. I'm doing it. That's the way that it has to be. Now, is this going to be easy? No. I'll be honest with you. No. Very transparent. It's not going to be easy. Is it going to be worthy, though? Yes. It's worthy of your time. It's worthy of a serious consideration. It's worthy of a decision. Because as we know it, we only have one life. You don't know when your last day will be here. So why not do that? What do you have to lose by focusing on what you want and living that way? What do you have to lose? Now, look, look read this or listen to this. Um, let me go back to it here. All right. Let me, let me get you guys to understand this. Duality is an inherent condition of life. Everything that exists is double. Man is a dual cr uh, creature with contrary principles embedded in his nature. They war within him and present attitudes to life, which are antis... Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm fumbling on my words here. Which are antagonistic. This conflict is the eternal enterprise, the war in heaven, the never-ending struggle of the younger or, or inner man of imagination to assert himself. What does this mean? At every given moment, guys, you have this side of you that's been conditioned by your parents, your environment, society, the beliefs that have been passed down from your prior generation. That's what you have inside of you. It's in your subconscious mind. At every single given point, that person is trying to war with the real you, the person who's spiritually perfect, the person who has fantasies, dreams, goals. Some people refer to this as the inner child. Some people refer to this as your soul. Some people refer to this as spirit. Call it whatever you want. But there's always this thing that's going back and forth. What you got to do is take control. The only way to do that, guys, is you got to start using your imagination. There is no other way around it. But you've got to make a committed decision to think this way. No matter what, call it, no matter what, guys, in the end, this will always happen. When you make an advancement, when you get to a goal, 
you're going to be doing the same steps over and over and over again. You're always going to have that side of you that's trying to slow you down. That's going to try to tell you, nah, you don't need all that. Well, how are we going to do that? Is that even possible? You're not smart enough. You can't do this. What about this? What about that? It's a bunch of what ifs. It's a bunch of I can'ts. It's all negative. That's what he's saying in the book. There's a duality here. We've got to understand this duality. What he's really referring to, guys, is the universal law called the law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything. Left, right, in, out, inside, out, up, down, hot, cold, positive, negative, ignorance, knowledge. There's an opposite to everything. When you start to understand that, and approach your life with that type of information that there's an opposite to everything. The next logical conclusion is you get to choose. Am I going to focus on negative or am I going to focus on positive? That also you realize that inside me, there's this negative side that, you know, it's not my fault. I didn't create it. It's just the way that it works. But I'm not going to get involved in all that. I'm not going to allow that to define me and who I am. I'm going to focus on who I really am. That's a choice you get to make. That's what we're talking about. Imagination is the first step to doing that. You've got to see what you want. You've got to focus on what you want regardless. To think truth is to think what you want to think regardless of appearances. You got to think about what you want, regardless of your current circumstances. It does not matter if you have zero money in your bank account. Doesn't matter. If you start to focus on what you want, that will change. Now, let's bring this in for a good landing here. And I'm going to challenge a lot of your beliefs right now. And I think this is really good. And I think this is probably one of the biggest things people have to get over. Is you got to focus on one thing. You have to focus on one thing. Why? I want you to imagine that you have a magnifying glass in your hand. A magnified glass. Yes. Probably you used it as a kid in science class. And it's sunny. It's sunny outside. You're outside. And you're in the backyard. And the grass is brown. You pick up the magnifying glass. You put it up so the sun goes right through it. And you aim the magnifying glass at the ground where the brown grass is at. What's going to happen? What's going to happen to the grass? It's going to catch on fire. Am I correct? It's going to catch on fire. Why am I telling you to see this? Why am I telling you to imagine that? Because that is what I'm talking about when I say focus on one thing. When you focus on one thing, when you focus on what you want, which is that one thing, you're putting a magnifying glass up to the sun and you're harnessing the power of the sun. And you're creating the outcome that you want faster than trying to pick up a hundred magnifying glasses. It just isn't going to happen. 
This is a challenge to a lot of people's belief that, well, I want it all and I'm going to think about everything and I'm going to focus on everything and I'm going to start three different businesses and I'm going to do this over here. Good luck with that. If this last year has taught me the power of just focusing on one thing. You're watching this show because I've been focused on one thing and one thing only. I've had opportunities, do this side hustle, start this business, try this over here, focus over here. No, I've been focused on doing this show. I've been focused on helping you live your purpose in life. I've been focused on helping people get what they want. That's it. Nothing else. That's why I'm so good at this and I'm only getting better. That's why you're watching this right now. The views are going up, the subscribers are going up, the followers are going up, the money's going up, the clients are going up. Why is that? Because I'm so focused on one thing. I know, it's challenging. You're always going to be tempted to go down this road and go down this road. You've got to stay committed to your vision, to your goal. Your friends, your family, they're going to try to get you to do something else. No. Just stay focused on what you want. This is why patience is so important. Because we want it now. We want it now. Which causes us to hesitate. Causes us to act in desperation. Causes us to say, you know what? I just tried this. It's been a month. I don't see any results. So I'm going to go over here and try this. There's no true commitment. You'll never get a result doing that. I've tried that already, guys. It doesn't work. This is why I say it's going to challenge some people out there because you might be that person right now where you're doing exactly that. You've got all these things going on. There's no true focus. There's no one main act here, the main movie. You got to make a decision. You got to make a decision. That's the prerequisite here. You have to make a decision. You got to focus on one thing. That one thing should be what you want. What do you want? Now, here's the bow, here's the bow on the top. If you are unclear on what you want, if you have a hard time figuring out what you want, all you need to do is do this. Sit down. Take out a sheet of paper, and I want you to write everything you don't want. Everything you don't like about your life, everything that you've been disappointed about, I want you to write it all out. It may take you a few pages. Good. Write it all down. Then after you have it all written down, take out another sheet of paper and write out the polar opposite. Polar opposite is what you want. You go through these things that you don't like. You go through these periods of frustration and disappointment and embarrassment and, and this vulnerability. Why? They must happen so you can get clear on what you do want. Going back to the duality, the law of polarity, there's an opposite to everything. You must get confused to start getting clear in your life. You must be ignorant to start seeking more knowledge. 
It's the way it works. It's the way that it works. There's an opposite to everything. They must exist. They both are necessary. So if you're that person that's experiencing fear, you're experiencing doubt, worry, you're confused, understand something, it is necessary. It's bringing you to where you need to go. It's getting you to wake up. It's feedback telling you, hey, you need to get clear. You need to make a decision. You need to do something about this. Thank God we do have those emotions. How would we ever know if we're going in the right direction? How would we know if we were going in the wrong direction? We wouldn't. What happens is people use these emotions and these thoughts as a way to tear themselves down instead of using them as a feedback mechanism. You're experiencing doubt and worry? Feedback. Why? I don't have the right information. I don't understand. You got fear going on? Why is that? I don't understand. I'm, I'm out here doing something I've never done before. That's feedback. My last relationship didn't work out. Feedback. Don't have any money in my bank account. Feedback. Didn't get the job that I wanted. Feedback. You get to decide the story you're going to tell yourself is the point here, guys. The law of polarity. You can tell yourself a negative story or you can tell yourself a positive story. The choice is yours. But you got to make a decision. And you need to make it quick. Not a slow decision. Just need to make a decision now. You see, there are so many people living their life with fear, scarcity, and lack. They have shut themselves in a mental prison. I remember I was on the phone with somebody who wanted my help, but they were so scared. Because the last time they got help, they got scammed. So... They're living their life with fear, scarcity, and lack. And that's why nothing will change. Some of you guys may be experiencing that right now. You got to let the past go and step into your future by making it a present fact. That's exactly what you have to do. Is this illogical? Absolutely. Wasn't it illogical for Oprah to have her own TV show and become a billionaire? Isn't that illogical? Isn't it illogical that Steve Jobs created the iPhone when he did? Isn't it illogical that we can rock or we can launch rockets into the sky fraction of the cost that it was 20 years ago through a private company? Is it, guys, isn't it illogical that we can manufacture electric cars with an electric warehouse? We're talking about Tesla. Is it, guys, it's illogical. I got people from all over the world watching this. It doesn't make any sense. 
Every single day, somebody wakes up and becomes a millionaire. Every single day, somebody wakes up and starts experiencing fulfillment and living the way that they want. Every single day. It's illogical. It doesn't make any sense. Again, the law of polarity. Your conditioned self operates on logic. Your spiritual self, the person who has the fantasies, the dreams, operates based on illogical things. Doesn't make any sense. But once you get into studying yourself, once you get into getting the right information, once you get yourself a mentor, you're going to find that these dreams of yours are actually logical. They make a lot of sense. Because that dream of yours is exactly who you are. But you got to make a decision. You just got to. Got to make a decision. The question of the day. I'm going to leave you with a question right now that I really want you to think about for the rest of today. Am I focusing on what I want or am I focusing on what I don't want? I just want you to ask yourself that question for the rest of today. Am I focusing on what I want or am I focusing on what I don't want? I'm asking this question and I want you to take it with you. Because the whole purpose of this show is to get you to start thinking for yourself. And when you do that, that's when the results start to change. That's when you start getting what you want in your life because you're in control. So think about that question. Am I focused on what I want or am I focused on what I don't want? All right, your question's answered. Now, guys, you want to join me on Zoom right now? You'll have to go to YouTube and uh, go into the chat option or the chat box. Click on the link, and uh, we will let you in. All right, so I'm going to be answering your guys' questions from multiple platforms right now. Let's see here. Let me set you guys up for the people on TikTok. I know a lot of you guys are probably asking, what book was I reading? I'll tell you right now. The book I was reading is called The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. Slide this over here. There we go. That's the book I was reading from. All right. Let's see here. Scroll back up here. 
Kelly Matlock says, I started reading Think and Grow Rich. Thank you. Absolutely. Argus says she finally got the Purpose Blueprint ebook and she can't wait to go over it. That is amazing. Happy for you. You're going to love it. Better Days Studios says I used my imagination yesterday and waza. <laughs> Got answers. How can I manifest an opportunity? Become the person who would get that opportunity. See yourself experiencing that opportunity. What is the opportunity that you're talking about? Yeah, why don't, why don't you come back with that answer? What does it mean to manifest an opportunity? What do you mean by that exactly? What are you looking to exactly manifest. See, this is what I'm talking about. We got to get clear on exactly what we want. So I have this process called the Purpose Blueprint. The Purpose Blueprint is a blueprint that helps you live your purpose in life so you can get what you want. Now, the first step to that Purpose Blueprint is first you got to discover a purpose. You got to have a purpose. You got to have a reason. Then number two is you need to create a vision. Why do we need to create a vision? Because we need to get clear on what we want. What does that look like? Who do we want to become? What do we want to be doing? What is it that we want to achieve? And then we need to set a goal. What's going to be the first target or goal that we're going to start working towards? So the first phase is broken down into three steps, purpose, vision, goal. And that phase is called, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, clarity, because most people are confused. So you guys want a copy of that, you can get it in my profile, okay? All right, we got somebody here in Zoom. So let's, let's get this going. Oh, I think they dropped off. All right, maybe they'll come back. As I was saying, I've done this myself. I've worked with clients with this. I've learned this from my mentor, Bob Proctor. And I'm gonna tell you right now, if you're in a state of confusion, your next step is to get clarity. You've got to get clear. And as long as you're not clear, nothing's going to change. you got to get clear. Clear on what? What's your vision? What do you want? What's the goal going to be moving forward? That drives the decision making moving forward. This is what I'm saying. Using your imagination to focus on what you want. That's clarity, guys. All right, let's see here. How do I wake up? What does it mean to wake up? It means to start living your truth. That's exactly what it means. To start thinking and feeling and acting and living your truth regardless of the appearances. 
Doesn't matter what happened last week, last year, 10 years ago, in your childhood. All of that is irrelevant. The only thing that is relevant starting today is what do I want? What's going to be my truth moving forward? That's waking up. Realizing who you are. I'm a prominent person with a mansion and a Tesla. I want to be your toilet. I will give you 10K. <laughs> I don't know whether to take that as a joke or if you're serious. So um, uh, how about I take it as a joke? Huh? <laughs> Let's see here. Wait a minute. Who was that anyway? Rich white man. That's funny. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Zio is asking, can you talk about addiction? Well, what is it that you want me to talk about exactly? Addiction is a fixed idea in your subconscious mind. Something traumatic takes place. Your reaction, because you're not thinking for yourself, you go to drugs and it becomes a habit. Then it becomes a fixed idea in your mind. And at that point, you're screwed because these drugs alter your brain chemistry. Making you more addicted and more addicted. So what's the best thing you could do to avoid becoming addicted in something is you need to learn how to control your mind. You need to learn how to think. You need to understand that everything that is happening is happening for you, not to you. Sometimes, sometimes we make things out to be like it's a life or death situation when it's not. Like if you're that person out there and you just lost your job, you'll figure it out. You'll be okay. Things will get better. It's not life or death. Especially if you're in America, you can find a job tomorrow. I mean, come on. You just left a relationship that was long, ended bad. You'll be okay. It will work out. Everything happens for a reason. Like if everybody just had that mindset, we would cut down on drug use. Why do so many people use drugs? Because they're trying to cope with things that they don't like. And what they're doing is not really dealing with it. They're trying to ignore it. And that actually isn't going to help them get what they want. Um, I was in the military. I've seen a lot of veterans who had uh, substance abuse issues because they don't know how to deal with their mind. They don't know how to use the mind because they don't teach you anything like that. They just give you pills and that's it. And of course, when you're doing what everybody else is doing, you have conformed. You're just going, you're just going along with the crowd. It's easy. Hey, she smokes cigarettes. She drinks alcohol. Why don't I do that? I'm standing here with them. Might as well. 
We do it without even knowing that's what we're doing. That's why when you learn how to think for yourself in these moments, you will reject negative ideas. You will respond instead of reacting. For example, my both of my parents are drug addicts. So I don't drink any alcohol. I don't do any drugs. Have, have I consumed drugs in the past? Yes. Marijuana. Did I drink alcohol? Yes. This is when I was in the military, the alcohol part. Um, and it wasn't a good thing. It wasn't a good thing. And now that I look back, why did I get so caught up in the alcohol? It's because I wasn't thinking for myself. I allowed the appearances, the results, the outcome, the environment to control my thinking. That's what happened. And so what did I do? I turned to alcohol. Oh, this is a good one. Let me paraphrase what he's saying. We suffer more in our imagination than in reality. That's true. That's what I meant when somebody has taken their imagination and turned it into a liability. They're stuck in a mental prison. They are experiencing suffering in their mind, but not actually in real life. I'm streaming somewhere else. I have a YouTube channel. So this is a good comment. Let's talk about this. Hard to get obsessed with your main goal when you live in a world full of secondary objectives. So let's break this down. Number one, if that's what you believe, that becomes true. So, for example... Now we're going to go to Think and Grow Rich. In chapter four, auto suggestion. He says, plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. You will get no results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind with thoughts or spoken words, which have been well emotionalized with belief. Now understand this. No thought, whether it be negative or positive, can enter the subconscious mind without the aid of the principle of auto-suggestion. Why am I reading that? I'm reading this because you've been thinking that way with repetition. That's why you believe it and your subconscious mind has accepted it. So that's why it's hard. I don't believe it's hard to get obsessed about something. I don't believe that anymore. I used to. I used to think that way. I My initial reaction used to be, this is hard. This is hard. This is hard. This is hard. Everything's hard. I used to respond that way. But you know what I learned? I'm the one creating the story. 
I'm the one that's saying it's hard. Another person out there is doing something that I said is hard and they say it's easy. Why is that? Because they chose to think that way. You see, it's the repetition of studying this information that your level of understanding is going to increase. And when your level of understanding increases, your level of ignorance decreases in that particular topic or idea. So it's not my opinion. You can experience this for yourself. Now, what I would say is, is it easy to do like overnight get obsessed? No. But I don't think it's hard to get there. I think it just requires you to make a committed decision that you will do it and that you're dissatisfied. And if you're dissatisfied, you will be obsessed. It's just the way the mind works. How can I know what my passion or purpose is? Well, you could do a couple of things. One, I have the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet, which is in my profile. You could download for free. Uh, and number two is ask yourself this question. Well, what brings joy to your heart? What do you like to do? What is something that you've enjoyed doing in the past? Now, if you can't get that answer, okay, then... That means you're you're, you're not open minded. You're you've been living with a lot of negative energy, and it's blocking you from those answers. So what do you do? Well, one, you could schedule a call with me, and I can dive deeper with you and ask you particular questions to get there. Or two, do it yourself by focusing on gratitude every day. Clean up your energy. Gratitude is the one thing that will automatically change your energy in life. It's like when you're looking for the answers in your life that already are inside of you, how do you access those answers? you got to be in a positive state. Shadi says, I'm just lost in life. You got any advice for 15-year-olds? My advice is to continue to do things that make you happy. That's all you need to focus on. That's what you got to focus on. Where do you find the right information? You go to people who have the results that you want. That's how you find it. These people are alive or they're also dead, meaning Neville Goddard here, he's no longer alive. But the right information's in this book. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Let's get information in here. The results are in. Everybody knows this has changed so many people's lives and created more millionaires. So there might be something to that book. The Bible is another one. Ryan says, it's hard to get motivation to get out of bed when you're going through a breakup and you're broke. You know what, Ryan? I'll agree with you, man. It is hard. But what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? 
You see, because nothing's going to change unless you make a decision. Now, you could sit there and you can continue to think about what happened or you could start focusing on what you want. But understand something. The choice is always yours. The choice is yours. And are you going to allow that to define the rest of your life? Are you going to allow that to define who you are? It's your choice. See, doesn't matter how we get there. The end result here, Ryan, is you got to make a decision. You got to make a decision and you got to move on. It's just the bottom line. Is it going to hurt? Is it going to suck for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. But you'll thank yourself for it. Because, see, the longer you continue to do that, the more you're going to stay stuck. And then nothing will change. It'll only get worse. You see, one of the biggest ways that I found to move away from that and move on is to just take responsibility, Ryan. Take responsibility on why things turned out the way that they did. Forgive yourself, forgive your partner, your ex-partner, and move on. Let it go. That's exactly what you got to do. Let it go. Now, for some people out there, it's hard to let go. I can empathize with that. But the outcome's still the same. You got to make a decision to move on. You see, I allowed my entire 20s to be controlled by my parents who were drug addicts, by people who did not treat me right as a child. I allowed that to control me. I treated people with disrespect because of that. I justified my negative behavior because I was allowing those situations to control me. And it didn't hit me till I was 30 that, damn, I need to take responsibility. It's on me on why I'm continuing to allow that to control me, not on anybody else. Then I'm punishing people around me for it. You got to make a decision, buddy. It doesn't matter how we get there. A decision must be made. A decision must be made. You're either going to make a decision or you're going to continue to procrastinate. But remember this, the choice is yours. You are better than what you're doing and you deserve to be happy and you can't be happy unless you move on. Simple as that. Have you done any videos on the 369 manifestation method? No, I have not. I have not. Many people around me have struggled with addiction. Many beat it off pure mindset. That's a, that's the only way to do it. What if you're on the verge of being homeless and you lost your car? Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? 
what can you start doing? Because as they like to say, the damage has already been done. So what are you going to do moving forward? You got yourself to where you are today, but what are you going to do moving forward to get you where you want to go? Remember, everyone, the only thing that matters is what do you want? And are you ready to make a decision to go after what you want and get it? This is where you got to start using your imagination to take what you want and make it a present fact in your mind. I don't care if you're living in your car and you're a bum on the corner. It doesn't matter. It's all the same principles here. You got to use your imagination to see what you want and hold that image. And you got to do it every day. Doesn't matter. You see, you're in a great position because you got nothing to lose. In your situation, you can only go up. Uh, let's see here. Let's accept this person. What's going on? What, what's your question? Hello? Hi. Oh. Oh, you want to do the whole live match, huh? <laughs> I can't hear you for some reason. Let's turn you up. Oh, there we go. Now I can hear you. Do you have a question? Hello? Hello? Yep. Yeah, do you, do you have a question? One second, my bro. All right. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna have to cut you loose. If do you have a question or no? Oh, but yeah, thank you very much. What is your name? My name is Devore Darkins. Do you have a question on the topic? No. What question? All right. Let's. Uh, yeah. Let's just get you out. Sorry, guys, for people who have to go through this. There we go. We'll just do this, huh? How about that? Oh. Well, this is a great learning lesson for all of us, huh? How do we remove him? Let's see here. Decline. There we go. All right. Well, I'm glad that happened because now I know how to disconnect. 
<laughs> That's really good. Actually, I've never gone live with somebody on TikTok. And uh, so now I got firsthand experience. Let's see, where, where were we at? What if you're on the verge? Yeah, this is where we were at. All right. So, guys. If you're homeless and you just lost your car, I mean, all you have to do, you're in a great position because you can only get better. Can't get any worse. Can't get any worse, but you've got to make a decision. Next question. Can we talk about insecurities and imposter syndrome? Insecurities are negative ideas in your subconscious mind. They're limiting beliefs. What you have to do is start to reevaluate these and see why they don't make any sense. Excuse me. For example, when you start comparing yourself to other people, what are you implying? You're implying that they're better than you. But they're not better than you. I'm not better than you. You're not better than me. We're all the same. We have to start to understand that these insecurities, these limiting beliefs, they're not who we are. We must stop identifying with them. So when that part of you starts to, to scream, oh, well, you're not good enough. You can't do this. You should come back and say, oh, yeah, based on what? How do you know that to be true? Is that a fact? Where am I getting this from? When you start to question and reevaluate your limiting beliefs and insecurities, they're going to go out the window. Because when's the last time that you actually asked questions like that? Where am I getting this insecurity from? What was the cause of that? Does that even make sense? Most people just react to their insecurities. They, there's no thought at all. There's no thinking. There's no responding. When you start to ask questions immediately, once the insecurity has been triggered, you kill the energy of that insecurity. You kill the energy of that limiting belief because in that moment, you're asking questions. And the more you do this, it starts to lose its power over you. And then it ultimately dissolves. How will I know that I'm moving towards my purpose? You don't move towards it. You live it. How do you feel every day? Are you doing the thing you love to do? Very simple question. Devori, when purchasing your course, do you also get the journal for free? Yes. Many people also grow up never being taught about the dangers of drugs and are influenced to take them. You know, I would say in today's world in America, I, I find that to not be true. I mean, it's a, a central topic in elementary school, middle school and high school. Everybody knows you shouldn't be doing any drugs. See, the problem is, is that our environment, our parents, they just they did the best job that they could do. So this is not a blame game thing here, guys. But just imagine what we've been talking about. If you were taught this from a young age, you wouldn't do drugs. 
So what's the great part about all this is you can pass this down to your children. You can educate your children on how to start thinking for themselves. It doesn't matter the knowledge. It doesn't matter what society says. If your child does not know how to think for themselves, they'll be back doing what you were doing, making mistakes, getting caught in a mental prison because they don't know how to use their mind. And kids, they get it faster than adults do because kids, they don't have a reason not to believe what you're saying. You've got reasons why you don't believe what I'm saying because you've been through things. You've got limiting beliefs. Kids don't have limiting beliefs. Their mind's wide open. Let's see here. Hi from Amsterdam. Love it. Let's see here. Um, been applying for jobs since March. So if you haven't got a job and you've been applying since March, do you believe you can get one? Let's go through this. If you guys are watching, you're going to love this. So please make sure. Um, let me see. Let me get your username here. B-R-E-O-N-N-A-N-A-V-Y. Answer these questions. Okay. You've been applying for jobs since March on a scale from zero to 100%. Where would you rank your belief that you can get a job? What's your belief level? I'd love to know what your answer is. What is your belief level? You've been applying for jobs since March on a scale from zero to 100%. What's your belief level? It's 100%. I don't know. The results say otherwise. It's August. You haven't gotten a job right now. I don't think you really emotionally believe. I think you intellectually believe, but emotionally, I don't think you believe. Now, I'm not talking to you. I'm not asking questions and hearing your voice. So I will give you that. But. So this is why I'm saying. Here we go, guys. Listen, this is why. Okay. I had a misfortune event and haven't had any luck since then. Haven't had any luck. Guys, we don't get what we want in life based on luck. We get what we want in life based on who we are on an emotional level. How do we see ourselves? What do we believe in? What's the concepts that we're holding deep inside? How are we using our imagination? That misfortune event changed something inside of you Change your attitude. Change your uh, your energy. That's why you're not getting the job. And I can guarantee after a couple of months, because you did not get the job, you probably started to doubt. You probably started to second guess what's going on here. And you went from a place of faith and expectation 
to a place of doubt. Because the results tell a story. If you've all if you always got good jobs, if you always got the job you wanted and you got it in a timely manner, then all of a sudden you're not getting them anymore is because something changed inside. What caused that change to take place? Well, you said it, a misfortune event. If you care to elaborate and let us know on what that was, that'd be great. Do you have any tips to get to a zero point when you get triggered into a lower frequency? Do you have any tips to get to a point where you get? Um, I, if I understand your question, I think what you're asking is, how do you get yourself to a point where you don't allow what you get triggered about to control you so much? Well, it's this constant every single day practicing the habit of responding and reevaluating the triggering emotion itself or the insecurity or the limiting belief. If you think about it, when you second guess a thing over and over and over again, what happens? What you're second guessing becomes true, meaning the because you second guess it, you're basically saying that you don't believe it. So what happens when you start to second guess a limiting belief? You start to tell your subconscious mind, we don't believe it anymore. That's why it ends up being a limiting belief that goes away. So if you're getting triggered right now, it's because you obviously believe in something that is limiting. When you start to question that belief on a daily basis, that belief will go away and you'll stop getting triggered about it. Uh, let me see if I got my question answered here. No, she didn't answer my question. Okay. What advice do you have for someone that is hoping to be picked to go for military training? You're talking about you're joining the military? Or are you already in the military? What do you mean by that? I will have I will say this. My advice for someone who wants to join the military, um, all you need to do is meet the requirements. You got to be in a particular physical shape. You got to pass the the ASVAB test if you're in the military. You got to pass your medical exam. As long as you do all that, you'll join the military. Like when it comes to the military, it's the most simplest thing to do. They tell you exactly what you need to do. You do it. You get the result. So hopefully that answers your question. How do you get around like-minded people or find a mentor? My current surroundings, no one is good. Well, there's a couple things you got to do. One is first you need to look in the mirror and start acting like the person who would attract like-minded people 
So for example, if you're spending most of your time complaining about your environment, you're, you're just as worse as the environment. You got to find gratitude in where you are right now. You got to step into the light of who you really are first. That's why I said you got to look in the mirror. You got to change the way you, that you see things first. This is what nobody wants to do, by the way. But this is, exactly, this is exactly what you should do. Because that type of person would attract positive people into their life. You're not going to attract positive people into your life by complaining. You attract better people into your life by becoming better. So first thing is look in the mirror and start being that person. Second thing is find out what you want in life and then look for a mentor that is known to help you get that. Okay. Let's see here. How much is your program? I have a few programs, so it's all going to be based on me and you having a conversation. I don't know what your problem is. I don't know what you want. So if you really want to know, schedule a call. Let's see here. What is a solid foundation to build your dream on to see the result? A solid foundation to build your dream on? Um, I think the only thing you need to do when it comes to the dream is you need to make it a present fact in your mind, and then you need to start making decisions from that place. That's all you need to do. What does that mean? What does it mean to make decisions from that place? So in your imagination, you see yourself already having what you want. You are that person. You have the things. Okay. You're going to be faced with a decision you need to make today and tomorrow and the day after that. And you got to start thinking like that person. So what you do is you say, well, if I was already doing what I wanted to do and I had things, what would my decision be on this? Would I do it or would I not do it? You see, I, I had to call some people out yesterday because we had people in the chat who was spending a lot of their time in the chat complaining about their life, but they never booked a call. They didn't go buy the book. They didn't take any action to fix their issue. So even though they may say, I want this better life, they're not making decisions like that person. I'm just using that as an example. So here's the point, guys. I don't care who you are, and I don't care what you want. The only thing that matters is, are you going to make a decision about it? What is a decision? A decision requires action, requires your time, requires your energy, requires your money. And that's where everybody gets stuck. Well, how much is it going to cost? No, you're asking the wrong question. What is it costing you because you haven't made a decision? That's the real question. How much more will it cost you because you continue to procrastinate? 
This whole mindset of like, well, how much is it going to cost? I can't afford. You cannot afford to not make this decision. I know, double negative. But listen, you absolutely cannot afford to keep doing what you've been doing. Because it's not getting you the results that you want. And if you have kids, I, I, I'm going to stop because I, I get a little worked up over that. Because you're talking to someone whose parents were drug addicts and I was raised by a single mother. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't get your shit together as a parent, you're absolutely setting your children up for, for failure. It's exactly what you're doing. My adopted mother and my parents did not teach me really anything. My adopted mother, the only thing she taught me was hard work. That was it. She didn't teach me financial literacy. She didn't teach me about confidence. She didn't teach me about standing up for myself. She didn't teach me about failure. She didn't teach me any of that stuff. And you can't give something to, to someone that you don't have. Like if you don't have these things, you can't give it to your children. So you're a parent out there with young kids. I, I don't even understand why this is even a negotiation. A decision must be made. That's just my attitude about it. Because I've been on the other side as that child who had to be adopted. But you know what? The choice is yours. You keep doing it your way if you want. But again, what are you expecting to change if you don't change? If you don't make a, a decision? And if you don't have kids, you have no excuse either. Why did God put you here? Do you think God put you here to be a bum on the corner and live a mediocre life? Do you honestly believe that? Like, stop looking at everybody else and comparing yourself. That's what's keeping you stuck. Nobody is better than you. What you're looking at is people who put in the work and made a decision. That's the only difference. You think I don't experience the same problems that you do? You don't think Tony Robbins or Bob Proctor or, uh, let's say, Napoleon Hill, Neville Goddard, you don't think... Everybody has the same problem. We have a mind and it's been conditioned with negative ideas. And we all have an imagination. It's our decision on what we're going to do about it. I don't care the cards that you were dealt. It's what are you going to do about it? That's all that matters. Now, you might be in the thick of it right now. It might suck. It might hurt. And you know what? You're right. It does. But sooner or later, you got to make a decision and do something about it. So the inner creates the outer. That is correct. That's what it's about, folks. Let me go full screen here. You got to make a decision. It's the only thing that really matters is what do you want? 
That's the prerequisite to make it a decision. When you make a decision and you act at that moment, you are the person you want to be because that's exactly what that person would be doing. I think that's the disconnect here. Is people on social media are talking about manifestation as it's a theory or some magical process. Guys, this is science. What you put out is what you get back. Cause and effect. The law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything. You see, when you start to focus on what you want, that is a seed, just like a garden. And you plant that seed in your subconscious mind, which is the soil. And you water that seed with positive information and studying. And through the repetition of doing that, you're going to see that seed harvest. Which means you're going to get the results that you want. All around in your outside world is proof that you can absolutely change. But a decision must be made. A decision. And I say decision so much because, again, my mother didn't teach me about making decisions. She made decisions for me. She told me what to do. She never once said, Devori, what do you feel you should do? Is that what you want to do? Is that what you want? That was never a conversation. So, when I became an adult, I didn't know how to make decisions. What, what did I do? I'd go to my friend and i what do you think I should do? Do you think I should do this? Do you think I should do that? Never made a decision. See, that's why this show is so important today because... To make the decision, you got to focus on what you want. That's the prerequisite to making a decision. What do you want? Now, guys, I wish there was a way sometimes, like if you guys seen The Matrix, Neo, he sits in the chair, they put the cords or the cables in the back of his, his head here, and then they download all the programs. And then he's able to act all these programs out without any thought. They just happen naturally. <laughs> I wish life was like that really quick. You know what I mean? We could just download these beliefs. But you know what's funny? Is I, I found you can do that. But it's gotta, it's gotta, it's, it requires a decision to wake up in the morning. And every, sing, every single day, no matter what, you study. You study. Like the one paragraph I've been reading for quite some time this year, there's another one that I, I read as well. But the one thing I keep going back to, because I'm looking at my own results, I'm looking at myself. This is why I asked the person, how much do you really believe? Because he says here, there is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. How often is it that you're thinking about what you want, but you don't even believe that you can get it? 
Now, you might logically and intellectually say, you know what? Yeah, I believe I can do that. But do you believe it with your gut? Do you believe it with your heart? There's an absolute difference. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. How do you know that you truly believe? Look at the questions you're asking. The questions you ask today speaks to your level of belief. If you believed, there'd be no questions to ask. Because in your mind, it's done already. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. We'll see. I hope. I wish. You got to believe it. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. You know what this is saying? Let's think of the garden in the backyard. Fertilized soil is essential for the seed to grow. If you don't have an open mind, that imagination, what you want, it ain't going to happen. Because you will automatically reject it. That's exactly what majority of people have done. They've rejected the fantasy, the dream, the idea that they had, and they conform to what everybody else is doing. And you know what's funny? They get the same results that everybody else is getting. And those results are mediocre at best. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. It's your choice. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. You know what they create? A closed mind inspires fear, lack, and scarcity. That's exactly what happens. That's why, guys, you don't need to be asking people what their opinion is. You need to make a decision. If it's what you want, that's all that matters. That's it. That's all that matters. You don't need any validation. You don't need acceptance. You don't need approval. You don't need a thousand friends. You need yourself. You need to show up for you. This is a you versus you thing, not the world. Which is why taking responsibility is so important. Nobody is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Are you hoping things will change? Do you wish things will change or do you believe that they will change? It's a great question. But the decision is yours to make. What are you going to decide to do? What are you going to decide to do? I think this is where we're going to leave it. What are you going to decide to do differently? Because this is all great information. I say it every day. Great information. I feel motivated, Devori, but what are you going to do about it? You got to make a decision. That's exactly what you have to do. One more question here. How do you get to the belief? 
You get to the belief through emotional repetition. You get emotion involved in what you want and you keep doing it every single day. You keep thinking about what you want as if it's already happened. You get obsessed about it. That creates the belief. We were reading it today. This is what the show was about. Let's go back to it. Power of awareness, located, and sealed instructions, which in my book is page 134. You must imagine yourself right into the state of your fulfilled desire. You must use your imagination to place yourself in your imagination as if it's already there. Okay? Guys, what am I saying? Let's break this down to a very simple way. And you might want to write this down or record this or screenshot what I'm saying if that's possible. Your thoughts cause your feelings. You think negatively, it triggers a negative emotion. You think positively, it triggers a positive emotion. Thinking happens when you imagine what you want. That is actual true thinking, guys. So when you imagine what you don't want, you cause yourself to feel bad. When you imagine what you do want, as if it's already happened, you cause yourself to feel good. Now, through the repetition of doing that, that idea that you're thinking about becomes fixed in your subconscious mind. That's when it turns into a belief. Your behavior changes and what you attract and the results you get will change. One way or one tool or technique that I require all my clients to do is a gratitude list every day. Being grateful for what you have and being grateful for what you want. I'm so grateful now that I believe in myself. I'm so grateful that I'm stepping outside my comfort zone. I'm so grateful that I'm going all in on me. I'm so grateful that I'm showing up for myself. I'm so grateful that I'm living my truth. Okay, it says I'm losing connection here. What is going on? There we go. Maybe you guys can see me again now. Using the gratitude list will strengthen the belief. Being grateful for what you want. That's one of the best ways to do it, in my opinion. Because that's exactly how you would feel. You would feel grateful that you believe in yourself. You would feel that way. You absolutely will, would feel that way. I guess for people on TikTok, the connection was bad or something like that. So what, what did I do? I was answering Stephanie Brooks' question, how do you get to the belief? Um, you got to use your imagination. That's what this show today was all about. It's focusing on you want. The only way to focus on what you want is you got to use your imagination. Which is why in this book he says 
The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. How do you feel natural? We're talking about belief. You have to persistently fill your imagination or your consciousness with imagination, actually. Imagine yourself being what you want to be or having what you desire. There is no other way. You have to become obsessed with already being there in your mind. That's what has to happen. Now, give me a second here. Are you guys on TikTok? Can you guys see me? Let me know in the comment section what's going on here. Let's see. Are you guys able to see me and hear me? No? Oh, man. Here we go again. All right. This has happened a few times. It may be my phone. Can you guys hear me now? Let's see here. Let's see. Okay, perfect. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. All right. Um, I'm going to pull this up on my phone. Give me a second. There we go. All right. I can see myself on my other phone here. Okay. So listen, guys. To wrap this up, you want to start believing. You have to use your imagination. You have to. You got to start seeing yourself experiencing what you want to experience, having what you want already. It has to be a present fact in your mind. It's the repetition of seeing yourself there and getting emotion involved in that, that it becomes a belief, a, a foregone conclusion. And you start to act differently. The energy you send out is differently. That's why the outcomes change. That's why the outcomes change. We'll read this one more time and we'll wrap up this show. Think and Grow Rich, the first chapter is called Desire. Why? Because according to Napoleon Hill, it's the first thing you must have if you truly want to become rich in all aspects of your life. You see, let me go back to what I was reading. There was also something I was going to read, but the state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. You want to believe emotional repetition. 
becoming emotion involved and using your imagination and seeing what you want. Listen, I have a gold card here that I call it. Oh, sorry about that, guys. I have a gold card here that I keep on my laptop. There we go. And I look at it. I think about it. I write it down in my journal every day. Okay. I got all these books on my desk here because I was reading them to you guys. I write it. I write it down every day. Look at this. So I got my goal right here. My purpose, my vision, my habit, my new belief, the way I see myself, my self image, my gratitude list. I do this every day with repetition. I get emotion involved in it with repetition. You see, why would somebody do that? Why would somebody keep writing down the same thing over and over and over again? Why would somebody keep reading the same thing over and over and over again? Because they're obsessed. They have desire. A burning obsession. That's why. Belief is in every book there is. Any book on transformation, the Quran, the Bible, doesn't matter what it is. Personal development books, self-help books, business books. It's all going to come down to one word, belief. you got to emotionally believe, not intellectually. Emotionally. When you emotionally believe, the current facts don't matter. The results don't matter. Because in your mind, it's already happened. And by law, you must experience that in your outer world. All right. Is it possible for a 13-year-old to change their ways? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I would challenge you, Bob, to change your ways first. If that's your 13-year-old son or daughter, they are a manifestation of you. They are a direct reflection of you. You're the 13-year-old, okay? Yeah, absolutely you can change. Here's one thing that you should do, Bob, no matter what. No matter what, I don't care what you got going on. No matter what, just make a decision that every single day you're going to do a gratitude list and you're going to do a gratitude list based on what you have and what you want. Five things on what you have right now. You got your health. You got a place to stay. You got food, whatever. And yes, will you write down the same thing every day? Yes, you will. Sometimes it'll change. That's okay. But write down also what you want. I'm very grateful that I'm getting better every day. I'm grateful that I'm receiving good grades. I'm grateful that my relationship with my parents has improved. I'm very grateful that I'm enjoying my life. You don't need to do anything else, Bob, but just do that. Just write down the gratitude list every day. I guarantee you do the gratitude list every single day intentionally. 
your life will change. It's exactly what happened to me. You're going to have a tendency to go out there and try to get all this information. You do not need thousands of information. You do not need, Bob, more information, more knowledge. What you need is action, consistency, discipline. How do you do that? Just commit yourself to doing one thing differently and do it with repetition. Do the gratitude list. Don't worry about buying another book. Don't worry about watching a bunch of YouTube videos. Don't worry about any of that. Just do the gratitude list. Uh, let's see here. Is belief emotional acceptance? Yes, it is. Somebody asked me a question I was going to answer. Um, I'm using the word result instead of goal. Yeah, that's what you want. As long as you know what it means. Uh, there was one question I wanted to get to here. Oh, here it is. Is it possible while someone has so much internal trauma, is it possible to believe? Of course it is. But you've got to let that trauma go sooner or later. You see, I'm not telling you guys something I haven't done myself, okay? My parents, drug addicts, okay? Sexually molested as a child by my cousin. Bullied in school. I remember one day I was walking home and the kids walked me to my house and beat me up on the side of my house. I have every reason to not be here today and not do what I'm doing. I also have every reason why I'm here today and, and I'm doing what I'm doing, actually, if you think about it. But here's the deal. All the excuses in the world are not going to matter. You got to make a decision to forgive, let it go and move on with your life. You see, the problem is, is we've been conditioned to believe when bad things happen to us, it's our fault. The world is evil. Nobody understands. And we just get into this attitude of holding on to it instead of letting go and finding the good things about what happened. How can you find something good about being sexually molested? I'll tell you. That's why I have empathy like nobody else I know. That's why I'm able to help people and truly understand what's going on. Those situations in my life has made me who I am today stronger. Empathetic. In a position to help others. Yeah. Because of that situation, sooner or later, it required me to fix my own baggage. Sometimes people don't really have a motivation to fix their bad habits or their limiting beliefs. But that gave me a reason to wake up, take responsibility and move on with my life because I found that that was controlling me. Remember, law of polarity. If there's something bad happening, there's something good happening at the same time. Can't have one without the other. It's our choice to look for it. The good in that 
is it taught me that I cannot allow past relationships, circumstances, trauma to control my life. It also taught me that people are conditioned. That my cousin was conditioned to do this. Why? Because his father did it to him. It taught me that. Most people don't understand that. They don't understand why people do the things that they do and why people don't do the things that they're supposed to do. It's because we're conditioned. We're programmed. We're walking robots until we wake up and start thinking for ourselves. That's the good in it. Good in that. And that piece of information, priceless. My parents, they taught me one of the best lessons in, in life, what not to do. You can't go to any university in the world and get taught that. That's the best sometimes lessons you'll ever learn, what not to do. I choose to look in the good. I choose to look at the good in everything. I don't allow it to control me. I don't allow it to make my life out to be some victim experience. It's happening for you, not to you. I didn't need to go to a therapist to get over that. I made a decision. I started imagining what I wanted. I went through the process of forgiveness. I forgave myself. I forgave them. I let it go and I moved on with my life. It's called a decision. Is it going to be easy? Depending on what you've been through? Probably not. Maybe. Is it going to take some time? Absolutely. But what's the alternative? What's the alternative? To move on, you must forgive them. Absolutely. You see, when we don't forgive, okay, this is what I learned. This is why it's necessary. When we don't forgive, the analogy here, it's like you're the captain of the ship and you just threw an anchor into the water and now you can't get to your destination. The anchor is the blame, the guilt. The complaining, the not forgiving, the anger, that's an anchor. It stops the ship from moving forward. You see, when you start to move forward towards your destination, life will get better. But it can't get better if you're not moving in that direction. You can't move in that direction unless you forgive and let it go. It is what it is. We can't change it. It's happened. It's over with. Nothing we can do about it. People spend so much of their time, money, and energy on things they cannot change. The only thing they can change is their perception of what happened. The story of what happened. And that's a choice. And usually that choice dictates the outcome of your life moving forward. 
It's the way that it happens. Change, change the story. Reframe it. See the good in it. Let it go. Let God handle it. It's not your job. Your job every day, everyone, is to wake up in the morning and start developing these gifts and talents that God has given you and to live up to your potential. We owe that much to God. If you don't believe in God, well, you owe that much to yourself. You're not here by accident. Even when you say or your parents said you were an accident, you're still not here by accident. You're here for a reason. There is something you're supposed to be doing. You got the idea. You got the dream. You got the fantasy. Make a decision and start doing it. Start where you are. Don't care who you are, where you are. Don't care if you don't have any money in your bank account. Make a decision right now. Do something. Start moving in that direction. And it might be something little as just a gratitude list every day. That's okay. In fact, I would say that's the most powerful thing that you could do. It might mean that you get a mentor. It might mean that you get a book and you start studying that book. It might mean you quit your job finally. The job that you hate. The job that you know you could be doing better. Maybe it means you finally execute that idea you've been having for a while. You start taking action on it. One way or another, people, you're either growing and moving forward or you're dying and going in the opposite direction. But the choice is yours. All right, I'm going to wrap this up because, you know, I'm the type of person, I'll keep going, guys, all day with this, okay? I'll I'll go all day with this if if I wanted to. I'm not. I'm just I'm just warming up. Like I could just really keep going here. So I'll, I'll answer this one more, this one more question and then we're done. Do you have to have most of the details to forgive? No. What you need. Okay, listen. All you need is to know what you want in your life. If you want to be happy. If you want to be fulfilled, if you want to do what you love, then make a decision to let go and forgive. That's all you need to know. You don't need to know why. You don't need to really know how they did it. What was their thinking? I never asked that guy what was his thinking. Doesn't matter. I learned that lesson with my biological mom. I used to try to ask her, why did you do this? Where's my father? Why did he do that? She can never give me any answers. And you know why? Because I'm asking the wrong questions. The only question that I should have been asking myself is, what do I want to do with my life? That's all that really matters. What happened was in the past, can't change it. It's gone. It is what it is. Uh, let's see. I think because of what happened to me, I became the most capable and the strongest person in my circle. Absolutely. What if you're so lost, you don't know what you want in life anymore? I would sit down and get really clear on what you don't want by writing it all out. This is what I talked about today. 
Then after that, I would take out another sheet of paper and I would write out the polar opposite of that. And I believe that exercise will help you. Long term, if I were you, I would make gratitude a gratitude list every day your primary habit right now. Be grateful for what you do have and be grateful for what you want. I'm so grateful that I'm doing what I love. I'm so grateful that I figured out what I wanted. I'm so grateful that I'm prioritizing myself. I'm so grateful I'm living a better life. I'm getting better. Start there. All right, guys. I think we knocked this show out of the park today. I think this is one of the best shows I've done up to this point. So I couldn't have done it without you. So thank you. I appreciate you. Very grateful for you guys to spend this time with me today. Now, understand this. This is recorded. If you just joined me late, you didn't hear everything, you can go to the YouTube channel and watch the video podcast, or you can listen to it on Spotify, Google, or Apple. But make sure that you share, you like, and you subscribe to whatever channels that you're on, the platforms that you're on, so we can continue to grow this message and get it out there. Thank you guys, and uh, I appreciate you. Have a good day.